0: So we're about a month into the new year, and have you set a new year's goal, a new year's resolution, something that you want to achieve, some way to turn yourself into a stronger version of who you were yesterday? And if you're drifting from it, you're not alone. So many new year's resolutions get broken about three weeks into the year. And I have a message about this. It's called small is stable. Small is steady. You see, the big wins in life are made of little wins along the way. Those small incremental gains in the desired direction will give you intrinsic motivation every day of your life. you got to win little because the little things count. Everything counts in life. You'll feel the burn within when you win little. you got to break it down so tiny that it's impossible to not win. There's huge power in this. My mom would tell me, Randy, set yourself on fire for something and people will come watch you burn. But you got to win little. Every fire starts with little kindling. It's the little woods that catch on, little pieces of wood that catch on fire. And when they're burning, the big ones catch on fire. This is how your life should be. This is how your goals need to be. Win little to win big. Every big accomplishment is made up of a bunch of little tiny wins. So if you want to win big, win little. There's a reduction to the smallest level that will guarantee your win. You know, I was listening to Peterson a couple of weeks back, and he's talking about a guy that was living with his mom, and he was in his mid-20s, and he, he knew he was a loser. He had nothing going on in his life. He had no job. He never had a job. He didn't graduate from high school, living at home with his mom, and he had a girlfriend. Then he found out he was about to be a dad, and he woke up one day, looked in the mirror and going, oh my God, like, I need, I need to get my life together. I have a child coming. So here he sits in front of Peterson. And he's saying, look, I'm worthless. I'm good for nothing. And I want to become something, but I don't even know where to start. And Peter says, start small. Let's start by vacuuming your floor. Vacuum your bedroom room. So, okay. So the guy sets out. I'm going to vacuum the floor. And he walks into his room the next day and gets the vacuum out. And he got it to the doorway. But he couldn't get it across the doorway. He didn't have it within him to do that. So the, here, the, here the vacuum sits on a 45-degree angle across the doorway, and all week long, he just kept stepping back and forth over the vacuum. And then the, the day of reckoning came. Here he sits in front of Peterson again a week later, and he admits it. He says, yeah, I, I got the vacuum out, but I didn't have what it took to, to turn it on and actually vacuum the floor. And Peterson looks at him and goes, but you got it out. Okay, this week, the goal is to unravel the cord. Can you do it? Can you unravel the cord? I know this seems ridiculous to us, but you gotta start small. No matter how small you need to go, start as small as you need to to achieve that first level of success, and you can build on that. And guess what? That young man, he unraveled the cord. The next week, he plugged it in. The week after that, he pushed it across the floor. And then these little wins... They build self-confidence, because if I can do that, I can do the next one. And what happens is you're winning compounds. Your whole life has been compounding since you've been born. And when you win the little things, the little things compound. One becomes two, two becomes four, four becomes eight, four becomes 16. And before you know it, you're succeeding on a grand scale. But reduce it to so small that you can win the small. I took on this mindset when I was creating a chandelier for the vineyard room. I'm doing it right now. It's an unbelievably gigantic weeping cherry tree. It's 22 feet by 17 feet, and there are so many limbs on it, you can't count. And I had this vision to hang this thing from the ceiling of the vineyard room. All right, so we're going to take an entire tree and hang it upside down in the room. I remember looking at it and feeling completely, I stood there thinking that this is not possible. I have now taken on more than I possibly can. But then I thought, wait a minute. Can you break this down to such small little increments that it is possible? And that's what I did. I wrote out a list. What do I need to do to get this tree in the room hanging upside down? And when you take things one little bit at a time, anything's possible. There's that old cliche that's been said a thousand times. You can eat an entire elephant one bite at a time. Love y'all.
1: Okay, uh, dude, New Year's check-ins—something right? that I need to do for myself as well. Um, but coming along, finish Green Lights. Thanks for the suggestion. Uh, awesome, right? Incredible novel. Yeah, great. This isn't a plug or anything like that, but it's like awesome. Like you, should, everybody should read it. Yeah, and just or listen to it. I listened to it on my way to Pittsburgh. Yeah, Matthew way, McConaughey, Green Lights, awesome. I it's, it's I say fun. Green Light to myself every time. I'm like, ah, oh, Green Light, and yep. I'm like, I get it. Yeah, and then on the way back, I listen to the. Uh, the greatest salesman in the world. Uh-huh. And that talk reminded me of the greatest salesman in the world where it's the little things here and there, the little small accomplishments because once you overcome the small accomplishments, the big ones come easy yeah, because yeah. you can get to the big ones. It wanted one, to be faster, but just more efficiently. Yeah. But in order to get to the big ones, you have to overcome those small little, something as so simple as plugging in a cord into the wall yeah. to start that vacuum. Right. People don't think of it that way. They're like, yeah, I can vacuum the whole house, but it's like, how do you get to that point? Mm -hmm. So breaking down everything, if you do it like that, same thing with business. Yeah. So my question to you based on that talk would be for people that think in that way or like, Oh, I'm just going to do this. How do they like my whole, my whole thing with, I do this with Diana. I'm like, all right, well, how are we going to get to this point? That's a good question. I know that's why I, I, you want to do this. I'm all for it. But how do we get to that point? And then it's so A lot of times, those conversations just don't go anywhere because it's like, oh, it's a good thing to say it out loud. And it's like, oh, well, maybe we don't do. It's like, no, like if you want to get it, how do we get there? We put it, the stake in the stand, the stake in the sand, and go. How do we get there? Mm-hmm. But there's a
0: mindset switch. How do people? get to that point mm-hmm. I, you know tiff and i just went through this literally last week we sat down I, I was feeling stuck feeling like i'm not moving right now i'm really paralyzed i'm just in a i'm, I'm spinning in a spot so i thought all right we, what we need to do is let's sit down with a piece of paper you and me right now and uh nothing's going to distract us and meanwhile natalie's in the room i just dropped the kids off of school and nothing's going to distract us meaning natalie baby right because mm-hmm. natalie natalie i mean she's got a personality and uh and so we we got her you know, watching a, a video on the iPad because that's really entertaining for her. So we got her taken care of. Now, Tiff and I have time that we can actually sit there and we're going to, with a piece of paper, I want you to think crazy. Any, what's say, say anything that you want to do with your life and let's get it out on paper. And then what we're going to do is we're going to see, see, all right, what what would have the most value to our lives with this list we had? And what, what happened was this list turned into a goal list that then I got... Um, a whiteboard out and I wrote the goals on this whiteboard. And right now, if you walk into the kitchen, I then put a nail on the wall on a spot that we will see it every single day. You cannot possibly miss it. And that hangs there. And I notice every single time I get some water from the refrigerator, every single time I'm ever near the refrigerator, my eyes are reading this and I'm going through it. And whatever you put in, you'll get out. But it needs to be on a consistent basis. You know, they, it's, it, they we talk about this like, like you know, it's recommended to take a shower, not once a year, but every day because it, it wears mm-hmm. off or it will begin to stink if you don't do it, just like our mind and your life. If you don't constantly look at where I want to go in my life, you're going to drift, you're going to fade. You know, like it's having that target and going in the direction of that target. You know, they say when a plane takes off, it has a target where I'm going to go. Like the plane's going from Newark to Denver. When it takes off, the wind blows it off course a little bit. It doesn't go, okay, let's go this way now. It gets back on track because it, it sees the target where it's going. And a lot of times in life, we go, this is my target. This is where I want to go. And then we take off. Life blows us off track. We go, well, let's go that way now. Why? My eyes are not on the target anymore. So I say right on the wall and look at it read it every single day yeah. every day there's 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 a few things that I have in my house there's a quote when you walk in the in the my my garage it says expect great things it's at the winery every time you walk up the steps from the vineyard, from the, in the main room cellar, from the wine cellar to the steps, there's a big banner in front of that door that says, expect great things, because you will get exactly what you expect in your life. Expectations matter. Everything, right? And there's another one that says, I'm alive, I'm alert, and I feel great. Maggie was reading it day. Under her breath, I'm alive, I'm alert, and I feel great. How happy are you, though? Right. And I'm, I'm going, Maggie, where did you, <laughs> you hear that? I, just, I know where she read. She goes, it's, it's in the garage, Dad. I'm like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah I remember putting that up and in Maggie's room in Joseph's room I have a quote on the wall about the children and it says I forget the exact words of it but it's, I worked hard on it. I probably spent hours developing it but it's it's really one sentence but it says Maggie is Maggie is brilliant unbelievably smart and accomplishes everything she sets her mind to that is when they lay in bed at night that's what they're seeing on the wall and I I, was, I caught Maggie the day like I caught her I caught her writing something. And I, I looked at it and thought, Maggie, can I have that? And it was a list she had. I'm holding it up here in the podcast room. You see Maggie's handwriting. Can I read it out loud? Or do you want to read yeah, it do out you, loud? you want to read it? Oh, I don't. Yeah, sure. It's, it's up to you. It's more yeah. like. Are you able to read it? I, yeah, well, I know it's, it's Maggie. You know, so Ma, Maggie's in uh, third grade and it's, you know, she wrote it with a big giant marker. So it's a little challenging to read, but go ahead. Read what she wrote. I call it
1: doctor's handwriting. There you go. Maggie Dietrich's story. Maggie Dietrich loves to read, ride my bike. Math and science, paint pictures, writes stories, and loves to sew. Maggie has two cats. One was named Joey, was named Joey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah. Joey. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. they, they both died. Yeah. One was named Joey and one named Chloe. Yep. The one named Chloe is the cat that died in 2019. Mm-hmm. The other cat named Joey is a man cat. Uh, Maine Coon Cat. Maine Coon Cat. Yep. About five or six days ago, he died. Oh, that's...
0: <laughs> right, but here... So here's what... This is what I want to point out about this. So Maggie... Maggie was born and Joey Cat was alive, right? So for nine years, Joey Cat was her, her life. She loved Joey Cat. Maggie was the one that found Joey Cat dead at the bottom of the steps. And can I tell you this, though? Maggie didn't fall apart. Really? Here Maggie walks down the steps... Her cat's dead. She cried for a little bit and, and she puts her backpack on. And we went to school. And the lesson is life goes on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's stronger than that moment. It did, She didn't collapse under the, oh my God, I can't believe it. My cat died. Now I'm going to fall apart. And here, here's that.
1: You, you have her saying, I'm a ski racing champion.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. yeah keep going. Whoa. It's,
1: isn't this something? I'm a ski racing champion to race the world cup. Also love going to the park. And knobbles. Mm-hmm. And I like gymnastics and yoga. I am nine years old. Yep. And I am brilliant, smart, and I can accomplish anything. I love butterflies, bumblebees, people.
0: <laughs> Her book. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
1: And unicorn. Right. Maggie is an unstoppable person. Wow. Right. Right. Holy man. Thank you for I mean, letting me read that. Right. I
0: mean, the, the, this is the message. This, we were born with greatness within us. Everyone was. Yeah. I mean, imagine being created by the most powerful thing that's ever existed in the history of anything ever. And and God says, you're you're my greatest creation. That's the perspective that everyone should have. That's that nice. Maggie Dietrich has at age nine. Wow. Imagine what you could do with your life. Wow. Right. Thank you, Maggie. Right. Good stuff, <laughs> Hopefully huh? Hopefully
1: you listen to this in 10 years and go, wow. <laughs> that's awesome. That's incredible, man. Right. Great stuff! Thank you so much, Randy. Thanks, Ralph.
0: Man.